Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you. was not in the council of the ungodly, nor stands is the path of sinners, nor sit in the seed of his covers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord and is his love. He meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by a stream of water, which yields fruit in season, and whatever he does shall prosper. Oh Lord, you. I just cry to the Lord 
Lord looks from heaven and sees all the sons of men from the place of his dwelling he looks to the inhabitants of the earth he fashions their hearts and considers their works yes God looks from heaven yes God looks delivers their soul from death and keeps them alive in famine our soul waits for the Lord let your mercy protect us restore us Lord and let your face shine
to God be the glory. Great things he has done. Welcome to our podcast. I pray that you will be blessed. That the Holy Spirit will touch you. That your mind will be renewed as you hear what the Lord has to say tonight. Psalm 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. It means even when we're going through difficult times, we shall always bless the Lord. His praise shall continually be in our mouth. My soul shall make it boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. Taste and see that the Lord is good. The Lord is near to those who have broken hearts. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He guards all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. The Lord redeems their soul of his servant, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. Father, we just thank you for tonight. Lord, I declare that there shall be no fear in us. Because fear and love, they cannot exist together. We must trust your word. We must listen. We must obey. Lord, thank you for loving us. For protecting us. For chastising us when we need to be chastised. We adore you, Lord. There is no one like you.
we believe your promises. We believe your word. We believe you. We believe the power of the Holy Spirit in us. You are welcome tonight. Holy Spirit, we depend on you. You're the one that is going to heal the people. You're the one that is going to set the captives free. You're the one that is going to prophesy. Speak to us tonight. Tell us, Lord. Guide us. Encourage us. that we will always trust in you and your greatness, your mercy, your love and compassion for us. You are God. You are our source. You are our husband. And you're coming back very soon to get your bride. Lord, even though it's hard to understand, we believe. Thank you for clarifying so many things to us, Lord because it was not because of your prophets, which is the one that you have called to prepare the way of the Lord. I don't know where we will be today. We will be like blind people walking with no direction. But through your prophets, Lord, you bring guidance to us. Over and over, you're patient. You repeat yourself over and over again because you don't want any of us to perish. Your only desire from us is to become one with you, Lord. You know that without a personal relationship with you, we will not survive. Holy Spirit fallen off today. Do you work in us? Whatever needs to be cleaned, whatever needs to be uprooted, whatever is not of you, please have mercy. Take over. 
we need you. We need you. You love us so much that you continue to repeat yourself over and over again. Because you want us to be prepared for the days ahead. But it's sad, Lord, because they don't believe it. We always think that it's going to be for a couple of years down the line instead of knowing that we need to be prepared now. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. Mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your presence in this place. Thank you because I know that you're here. You know that I don't have anything to say unless you speak through me. You know what every one of us need. We adore you, Lord. Thank you for your presence, your love, you Holy Spirit. Do anything you need to do, but please don't take your Holy Spirit from us. Don't let Father God, our fears, our concern, our doubt take over our life. You gave your all in the cross. How can we doubt? How can we fear? Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for loving us. A love that many times we don't understand. Because we know that it is the supernatural love. No matter what we do, you always love us. with us tonight don't let me say anything that it is not of you 
or that it is not for this time. I pray, Lord, for everyone that is listening. It doesn't matter what their problem is. Lord, if they need healing, I declare wholeness from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. If their life is in turmoil, you that you are the Prince of Peace, take over that life. Lord, if they fear what is ahead, the only thing they need to do is go to your word. meditate on your promises you have never failed us and you will never fail sometimes we feel like we want to fly away and be where you are but when you know we know that you live inside of us Help us to be a steward of the gift that you have given us, of the talents that you have given us, of the finances that you have given to us. <coughs> and we just love you, Lord. Lord, just have your way. Have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord, we're here for you. We're listening. We want to be able to process, not to be listeners of the word only, but doers. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father God. To you be the glory. We honor you. We honor you today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the podcast. The presence of the Lord is so good heavy and i just give him praise because we really don't deserve anything we deserve to go to hell but jesus came to pay the price for us and here we are trying to understand what he's doing one of the things the Lord has put in my heart to share with you, it is about fear. Even though today we're going to be uh, talking, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to be talking about, are you ready? Are you ready? 
And you say, but it's like we can't get out of this because the Lord is warning us that the time is very short. And he continued to ask us the same questions. Are you ready? Before we didn't have to, a year, two years ago, we didn't have to talk about all of this. But now he continued to tell me the same thing over and over and over again. Tell them, ask them if they're ready. And we have spoken about how can I get ready? We need to get ready in the natural, but also we need to get ready with the Lord. Last week, we were talking about the shaking that is approaching, but he's telling me that one of the problems that his body is having, it is the problem with fear. Because the prophets continue to tell us to prepare because what it is coming, number one is something that we have never seen before, but it's gonna be really, really bad. We know that there would be, there will not be food and we don't know about water. We don't know about the things that are about to happen, but he's using his prophets to continue to tell us to prepare. Are you ready? He was telling me that the body of Christ is afraid. And the Bible says that many in the last days will die because of fear. So one of the things he's putting in my heart, because I needed as much as the people that are listening. Don't you think that I'm on this other side talking to you because I am perfect? No. But I tell you that after the three years that I went through of transition in my life, the only thing that I could hold in my hands and in my heart, it was his word. So because of those three years, I learned that his promises are yes and amen. And the question is, we were just listening to a worship song and he, and, and uh, it says, my promises are not enough. And this is what the Lord is asking us, including me. Are my promises not enough for you? That's why we need to be in the word of God all the time. 
That's why we need to ask him every day, what do you want me to read today? What do you want me to know? Because sometimes we have a way of doing the same thing over and over. But when we ask God, Lord, where do I read today? Show me from your word what I need for today. Your life will change. You know that earthquakes, it's something that it's happening so often that we have never seen this before. And we should not be afraid because it is in his word. Are his promises enough for you? Can you imagine, just think, close your eyes and see Jesus asking you, standing before you and asking you, are my promises enough for you? Can you just imagine it will break my heart? Because he has given us everything, especially his prophets, to continue to warn us. And it is sad because the majority of the Christians don't believe what the prophets are saying. I'm going to share, for those that were not listening last Saturday, last Friday, I will recommend you to go and listen to the podcast if it's already there. But I am going to tell you something that is very important that you need to know, that we all need to know. One of the prophetic words that came forth, the Lord is saying that there is a man that will show up that we will know him because of the clothes that he's going to wear. And that is that he will be dressed some of the time like a priest in the Catholic Church. And God is saying to us that he will do many miracles, that people will be astonished, that he will be on TV, that even the Christians will go after him or follow him that he's going to be a very powerful man and that 
he will reign for three and a half years. I heard this prophetic word from a man of God. that I trust the God in him. There are going to be a lot of situations. But let me share with you two things. Holy Spirit, just guide me the way you want, not the way I had planned. I had a dream, and in that dream, I saw thousands and thousands of people running. And let's say that they were running on a street but going north. I was part of that group because they were telling us that we needed to run and that we needed to follow their instructions. So I was running and I'll say north, so you have an idea. And as I was running north, I was saying to myself, They are taking us to the enemy. They should not be running to the north. We should be running to the south. And all of a sudden, when I said that, I don't know how it happened, but everybody turned around and they started running to the south. But as they were running to the south, people started disappearing. I don't know if they went in their homes. I don't know where they went, but they disappeared. And you could not drive. No one, there was no cars on the street. There was no one. And I said, I need my medication. So I am going to go get my medication. I'm going to get the car, my car. And the idea came to put a sign that says emergency. And I put that sign in the back, got in the car and I went, got my medicine and came back. One thing I noticed that even though everyone was afraid, I was not afraid. I took a chance. I don't know what it meant. I don't know what it was going, but I woke up saying, and I, I'm not sure if I woke up or I said in the dream that these are the last days. But I remember repeating that over and over again. Last night I had a dream that uh, to me is very important. 
because I want to share this with you for you to hear. I was in a church, which it seems to me that it was my church. And there was a lot of people there. But as I was preaching about the coming of the Lord, people will get up and leave. And as I was telling them everything that the Lord has put in my heart, they will get up and leave. And some of them, they did not. But I knew at that, I don't know why, I knew that something was wrong with them and that they did not respect God. So I took my stand and I threw them out of the church. And I continue. No, it wasn't one person. It was several people because there was a lot of people there. So some left because of what I was teaching and some left because I had to take a stand for God. And I was willing to have only one person there that it was sold out to God that have the church full of people that did not respect God. And then I woke up. So I've been asking the Lord, what does all of this mean? And I said, does that mean that the people that are listening to the podcast are having a hard time believing what you're saying? I really don't know. But I have a responsibility. And my responsibility is to tell you what is about to happen. If you don't want to believe it, it's okay, because that's between you and God. But I need to be faithful to the God that is my all. One of the things we spoke about uh, last uh, Friday was about the mystery of Jesus being our husband that the Lord wants us to know him as our husband because he's the husband that is coming for the church, the bride. That is a mystery, a mystery that I've been dealing with it and talking to the Lord. And the reason he says that he wants us to know him as the husband, and it makes sense because he's coming, the husband is coming for the bride. It's because it's a different a level of love. You don't love your son or your daughter the same way that you love your husband. So there is a mystery in the love of a husband that God wants us to acquire. So it's very, very important for us to pray and say, Lord, I need to know you. I need to know that love. 
And he said, the reason we need to know him as our husband is because the things that are ahead. The love of a husband is a unique love. And I know that we have such a bad image because of our own experiences. But we need to put that to the side, allow God to heal those experiences, negative experiences, and allow God to show us what the real love of a husband is. It was sad when I, in the dream, when I it felt that people that call themselves Christians do not want anything to do with God and the last days. I leave that, that was an experience for me. And as I was sharing what's about to come, what has already happened because it's happening already, but they don't want to hear how they got up one after another and they left. And I said to the people that stay behind, even if this is the last thing I do, I will continue to sound the trumpet because this is what God wants me to do. So again, as I was asking the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to talk about? And for a while, he been telling me, I need you to talk about the 10 virgins. Because the 10 virgins is a parable about the rapture. Why is God continue to tell me week after week to talk about the 10 virgins? If that's a parable about the rapture, is he sending me a message? What is he saying? And what does it mean for me, the parable of the ten virgins? The virgins... Is a symbol of the church. The bridegroom we know is Christ. Five of the virgins were wise and five were foolish. And if you can see, this is something I just saw, okay? If you can see, 
out of 10, it was divided in half. It wasn't seven and three, but five and five. So what is God telling us? To me, what God is saying, he could have used any other number, but he chose to use five and five. Why? I want you to think about why five and five and not seven wise and three foolish. Why half and half? To me, that is the message. And it is for us to open our heart, meditate, and understand that it was half and half. What does the oil signify? There were foolish, five foolish, and five wise. Five, they had enough wise, enough uh, oil, and the others, they didn't care. And honestly, if you look around today, people do not care. They don't want you to talk to them about anything that has to do with the rapture. And God is continuing to say, telling the prophets, speak about it, speak about it, speak about it, because God does not want any of us to perish. So he's merciful and he continues to warn us. So the oil means the Holy Spirit. The oil means the Holy Spirit. If you want to read the story, you can read it in Matthew 25. I went farther than that. And I was, as I was preparing, I was saying to the Lord, Lord, why did you use the word virgins and you didn't use the word women? And what does it mean there? What are you trying to say to us? with the word virgins. The word virgins appear in the Bible 33 times. And a virgin is a female who has never had sexual intercourse. So why, what does this have to do with the church and the body of Christ? It has to do that God is calling those that are fully consecrated to him. He is calling those that are fully consecrated to him. We should be eager waiting for the bridegroom. Personally, we should be looking forward. Every Christian should be looking forward and excited to see him again. And that's not the, the majority of the people don't even want to talk about it. My question is, why 
do you avoid this issue of the rapture? Why are you afraid? I said last week, and I'll repeat it again. When there is fear in us, the love of God is not in us. So we fear what we don't know. But if we read the word of God, we're going to see that everything that is happening and it's going to happen, it's going to be really, really bad. And it is not that I'm negative. It is that the word of God says so. And that this is the time. Instead of us being excited that the bridegroom is coming, we are scared. So we need to search our heart. Why am I scared? And when the Lord talks about the oil, with the 10 virgins. I want you to hear this. We said that the oil has to do with the Holy Spirit. And the oil has to do with the anointing. The anointing is something that God has deposited in you that you can transfer to somebody else. And God is telling us today that our flames must continue to burn as we wait for the bridegroom to arrive. How can I prepare? How do I know that I am ready. How do I know? I'm going to read to you some air. Uh, it's already in uh, um, the ministry. Ministry of Fire uh, Facebook. You can read it because I'm not going to read it all. I'm just going to read a part of this. And uh, it says here, and the title of this, it's, we need to keep our spiritual eyes open to discern. You can read the whole uh, writing in, in the website, in uh, Facebook Ministry of Fire or in the Ministry of Fire website. And now let me just read this because you need to understand why God is concerned about you and me and the fear. This was sent today. And I have already written everything about fear. 
So to me, this is the confirmation that God really wants to help us get rid of the fear. How can I say I love you, but I fear you? Think about it. How can I say I love you, but I'm afraid of you? I'm afraid of what's going to happen. It says for the past two years, 2021 and 2022, the spirits of death and fear have been manifesting. They continue to manifest as familiar principalities, attacking the family unit, bringing forth the same death, fear, and torment. In the 90s, the Lord reveals in visions and dreams to me that you need to root all fear out of you because something will happen in the earth. And when everyone is in fear, I need you to be in faith. This is what God is telling you today. When everyone is going to be in fear, God needs you to be in faith. In the pandemic, we know fear was activating, but also stress, worry, and anxiety over the financial loss, employment, employment instability, the spirit of death were active as people loved life, lost lives for the pandemic. The suicide rates were up and people did not know how to deal with the trauma of all these events. Familiar spirits keep the same negative things happening in both the spiritual and the natural. They have created all kinds of problems in the family union. This spirit is called familiar spirit wants to destroy God's people. Familiar spirits create the same negative cycles, patterns, and seasons of destruction. But we can bind and rebuke these spirits. Pray and take authority over familiar spirits. Bind and restrict their access. Again, Familiar spirits operate in stealth mode. We have to open our spiritual eyes of understanding to attack them. We have to look beyond the natural and see into the spiritual realm. You have the power to destroy the spirit of fear, death, and destruction. So really, it's up to us 
to see clearly that this spirit is not of God and that we have the power Matthew 4, 1 to 4, tells us that we will never be free of temptation. But God has given us the power to overcome them by the power of the Holy Spirit. We have the tools that we need to get rid of that spirit. Psalm 39, the Lord told me to share this with you. Verse four, five and six, I'm going to share. It says, Lord, make me to know my end. And what is the measure of my days? In other words, how long am I going to be on this earth? That I may know how frail I am indeed. You have made my days as hand breath and my age is as nothing before you certainly every man at his best state is just but vapor surely every man walks about like a shadow surely they busy themselves in vain He heaps up riches and does not know who will gather them. I remember when I visited heaven. These were the words that the Lord gave me to bring back to all of you. He said, tell them that houses, cars, jobs, profession, it is of no value. Tell them not to put their eyes and effort into those things because they are of no value. And he's still telling us this is in the word of God. I'm going to read out of uh, Psalm 49. And it says here, 49:17. For when I die, I shall carry nothing away. For when I die, I shall carry nothing away. In other words, the same thing he told me, tell them that is not important. It is not 
important. Psalm 51, 10 to 12. Creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. He doesn't want you and me to be afraid. He doesn't want us to be afraid. This is the instructions that he gave me for me and for you. He said to me, tell them to take the time to meditate in their shortcomings. Whatever that is an area in your life that you are not satisfied with, an area that uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit is going to inspire you to get better. He said, tell them to be honest with themselves. When you know those situations, shortcomings in your life that you need to improve, then tell them to get Bible verses right next to that situation. It could be one, it could be two, depending on you. And tell them to meditate day and night. It is my word and it is life. The word of God is alive. It heals. It set us free. As you prepare for what is coming, in the natural world, God has continued to say, have enough food, have enough water. You cannot say, God didn't tell me. But in the spiritual realm, you need to deal with any situation that is within you that you want to improve, that you want to change, that you're not happy with. Also, you need to go to the Lord and say, Lord, why am I afraid? Instead of me being rejoicing because I'm going to see you face to face, why am I afraid? Why do I refuse to listen? And when I listen, I get mad. Why sometimes I wish I didn't hear anything else? There is a problem. And the problem is within us. 
we need to search our heart every single day. We need to know why am I afraid? Last week we said that one of the prophetic words that I brought last week was about we get into heaven and the Lord saying, depart from me, I don't know you. And these people saying to the Lord, but in your name, I cast out demons. In your name, I prophesy. In your name, I heal the, the sick. And then the Lord said, depart from me because I don't know you. Many people are going to run after signs and wonders. They will go to a church that has a lot of miracles. But the Lord told me to share with you Luke 10, 20. And he's very clear, especially in that these last days. He says, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice that your name is written in heaven. I'm going to read this again. Luke 10, 20. Do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your name is written in heaven. It means that he's talking about someone that is using the gift of deliverance. Think about this one. He, he is saying that there are people that are using the gift of deliverance and they're delivering the people. But he's telling you, don't think that because the spirits obey you, it means that your name is written in heaven. This is hard. This is something that you cannot even comprehend. But he's saying, yeah, the spirits are obeying you. But don't worry about that. Make sure that your name is going to be written in the book. I know you have many questions, and I do too. But we know that he's telling us how many people, how many people are going to be standing before the Lord? Prophets, people that cast out demons, 
And then the Lord is going to say, depart from me. I don't know you. So what he's telling us in Luke 21, 36. This is what he's telling you and me. Watch and pray always. That you might be counted worthy. To escape all these things. And that one day you'll be able to stand before the Son of Man. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. It was uh, difficult for me when I went to heaven, and I want to share this because it's coming over and over again. When I went to heaven, November of the year 2021, I think it was, uh, 20. Um, when I stood at the door, and the Lord said to me, you have to go back. It is not your time. Your assignment is not finished. The only thing I did is cry. I have to let you know that I did not see his face. Because he was bent down and he was like, I will say when you're planting, planting maybe corn, planting something on, on the on the ground and uh, he's talking to me but he was about the father's business he was or maybe pulling bad weeds of something that was planted but the way that he said to me tell them and he said so clear so like as he was talking, I could see a picture in my mind of the things that he was talking about. Cars, he said, education, a, a house. <clears throat> and every time that he mentioned something, it was like a picture in my mind. I never forget. But we still continue <coughs> to do what God says not to do. Because sometimes we think we know better. God is really concerned 
with the problem of fear in us. I don't know if I am expressing the way he felt, but he is in sorrow. It's like he's in pain because they said they are my children, but they don't trust me. But I don't think that the problem is that we don't trust him. I think that the problem is that we don't trust ourselves because we're not a hundred percent sure that we are going to make it to heaven. The only way for us to know than to know, because you see, this is your eternal life. We cannot take a chance. That's why we need to share with the people what the Lord put in our hearts. I look back at me in that church preaching and people getting up and leaving. <coughs> Excuse me. And it was fear. I, I felt fearful. Because I knew that as the people were getting up from the church and leaving, I knew what was ahead. This is not, we don't have second chances in this. <coughs> Excuse me. We don't have second chances. If we don't make it, we don't make it. I was uh, watching a video of a man. He was uh, Indian. <clears throat> and uh, very, very much involved in the Indian religion. And he died and went to heaven. I am surprised what God said to what God said to um, the man after he sent it back, after, you know, after the process, uh, he came back. And uh, he asked God, before I go back, can you tell me which church do I need to go to? And there were five questions that he asked. And number one is what church? do I go to? And do you know what Jesus said? That is not important. And the way he said it, I'm saying it, but if you can see that video because it, it encourages you, it was, it said, it, it, it's like Jesus said, that's not part of me or something like that. You know, it's like, don't worry about it. And uh, 
Then he gave five things and he said, don't lie. Obey my word and become one with me, have a personal relationship. That's the key. And that's the key for you and me. Do you want to go to heaven? Do you want to spend eternity at, sitting at, at his feet? He created you. You don't belong to yourself. You belong to him. You are his creation. He allowed you and me to be born. He wrote everything down, the things that we needed to do while visiting this earth. And you still want to have control and do what you want to do. When we do what we want to do and when we want to do, that is rebellion. And rebellious people will never enter heaven. So your job is to have an intimate, personal relationship with God. Every time that he tells you to do something, you do it. Don't ask questions. Right now, today, as I'm sitting here, I am in a situation that I wonder why this happened. I wonder why is this happening? Why do I have to go back? But you know what? Because I trust him, I give him glory and honor. My question was, did I do something that I need to go back and fix? There is somebody else there that I need to go and minister to. What, what is this all about? And that's what we need to say glory to God. I don't understand it, but I trust you. Every single day we need to say, I don't understand, but I trust you. He doesn't want you and me to be afraid because he over and over, he tells us he will protect us. If you are totally sold out to him and he's first in your life, there is nothing for us to fear. He's the bridegroom that is coming. We need to celebrate and be excited that he's coming back. We should be excited that God has allowed us to live in this season and in this year where we'll be able to see him face to face. The spirit of fear cannot take over our lives. I'm going to share with you a, a prophetic word. 
uh, from a man of God, and you said, how come you never mention names? Because God told me I am not here to promote anyone. That's why I omit the name of the person, but I'll tell you, it came from somebody else that really touched my heart because God is so faithful that whatever I need to know and I need to share with you, God will make sure that I will listen to. Okay? And these men of God <clears throat> had a dream. And in the dream, he doesn't know if he was awake or if he was dreaming. But he said that when he woke up from the dream, he went to his wife and asked her to please pray for him because he was shaking. He said he has never had an experience like he had this time. During that time, he is not a person because every prophet is different. God does not give to every prophet prophecies for the year ahead or the years ahead. Okay? Not every prophet received those prophetic words, and it's okay. But for him, he said that he never asked God, you know, because sometimes it's scary even for him. This is a man of God, and uh, he's not a babe. He's a mature man of God. And for him to say that sometimes he prefer not to prophesy things like that, because then people start whatever, you know. But he asked his wife to pray, and they they pray, she prayed for him, they prayed together, he was shaking, and he was like sick through this experience. And one of the things that God showed him, it is that the, he said, tell them, you need to go back and tell them that the trumpet is set. But the way he explained it, he said, for me to tell you that the uh, trumpet is set and for me to see it, because it was like a, a, a picture, a movie, they're two different things. So please, please, please listen. The trumpet is set. And he said, that many, that before the trumpet sound, he says, I will take some of my righteous one to heaven that, may, that, that they may not fail on the way. Let me explain this to you because I wrote that but there is a message. He's saying that many of the righteous sons and daughters 
many, 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 that Jesus is going to take them before the rapture, that people will be so surprised because of the quantity. And the reason that he's going to do that is because many of us will not be able to go through what is coming. And before that, he's going to take them to heaven. And he said to make sure that people will not start saying, oh, um, she or he died because uh, she or he was a sinner or because of this. God says, avoid any comments about what I am about to do. Stop trying to figure out because I am telling you now, I am taking many, many of my righteous ahead of the rapture. What I stay with, it is that people, it seems that people are going to think that that was the rapture. And, uh, when the man of God says that, said that, I imagine that it's because of the quantity of people that are going to go. And God is warning us not to try to say uh, they, uh, she died or he died because of this, that. God is warning, do not try to figure it out, but know that it is of me. Um, God is saying that he will raise up the nobodies. That those nobodies that are faithful, listen, this is very important. Those nobodies that are faithful, they will swallow those that are not faithful. That is not going to only happen in the church, but it's only going to happen in politics. In other words, in different areas of the world. Do not try to figure out things or say, oh, because of this or because of that. Uh, he said that in the next couple of months or maybe in this year, two uh, generals are going home. And that God is going to expose some secrets. God is going to expose some secrets. I know that you are trying to process that. He said also, There are going to be many mysterious disappearances.
but the most important part for me, everything is important, is so every every prophet is, is saying the same thing. Every prophet is saying the same thing. What I was a little bit um, touched is because of the way that he felt when he spoke about the trumpet set. It was something that caused him a lot of uh, anxiety. And it was something that it was so real to him and that he has never had the experience. And then when he talk about the, the, the saints, the righteous men and women that are gonna be taken. And, and if we really know how merciful God is and how much he loves us, that he's willing to take us ahead, not ahead because that's the time, but in that time, just because he knows that if he leave us behind, we will not make it because of what is coming. Just see the love of a father. See the love of a husband that wants to protect the bride. And I'm here to tell you that this that I'm saying today, it could be any of you, including me. Any of us. The Lord can take us at any time before those days come. And we shall rejoice because it's better for us, for the Lord to take us and not our soul go to hell. So you need to see the Lord us so mighty and so powerful and loving and faithful this is not the first prophetic word or, or the first uh prophet that has spoken about he said many people Many, many people, the Lord has been speaking through other prophets, will pass on. This specifically says many of the righteous I am going to take because they will not make it. Because we don't know which one of us is going to be in the meantime. Prepare with enough food for what is coming. It's not coming. It's already here. The beginning already started with the pandemic. Don't think about yourself. And you say, so what? I'm not going to buy anything because what about if he's going to take me? It's okay that he's going to take you. Think about those that are you leaving behind. So buy things in can. Buy things that you can store for a long time. 
And if you're the one that is going, your family will benefit and other sisters and brothers will benefit from what you're leaving behind. Never think about yourself. Think about others because we came here to serve others. And concerning you preparing for that day, I think that we all need to ask God, Lord, we don't know who's going and who's staying before the rapture. Because he has been saying it. He said that we needed to prepare. Many prophets have said we needed to prepare for the people that I am taking home, says the Lord. So we need to prepare being in obedience, asking him every single day, Lord, what do you want me to do? Today is a new day. What do you want me to do? He knows. He knows. He knows. But I'll tell you this. Like I always say, this might be me. But I feel that the time is coming when we all, I've been in this for a while, but we all are going to have to be along with God for a season. Sometimes we want to be going here and there because we don't want to confront self. But we're going to have to confront ourselves and be alone with God. Just worship him. This is what he said. Don't lie to the men of India. He said, don't lie. Be true to yourself. Have a personal relationship with me. Help others and love others. That's what he said. We must love everyone. Even if we don't like the people, we must love them. Are you ready? Because it's not only the rapture, but many of the saints are going to go ahead. And God is already telling us. So we need to prepare. Prepare in our hearts, living holiness, always loving other people, whatever you have shared with others. You're not taking any of that money to heaven. You're not taking the car of the house. You're not taking your degree. You're not taking anything. Not even the clothes that we have in the closet. So just surrender. Lord, tonight we surrender. We surrender to you. We surrender to you, Father God. 
there is someone that needed prayer. Um, this uh, Susan, um, I got your prayer request. And what the Lord was telling me is to give you Psalm 34, 10. To meditate on Psalm 34, 10. That there is nothing to fear. That even the things that you heard tonight, you know that they were for you. To continue to stand still and know the salvation of the Lord. As you meditate in that Psalm 34:10, healing will come. Wholeness. It is like your, your, your mind is going to be open and you'll be able to receive in a different way. The fellowship with the Lord, even though sometimes you feel that it's never enough, it will never be enough because he takes us from glory to glory. But just he's telling me to tell you to rest. Rest in his arms. Hold my hand tight. And let's continue this new journey. In Jesus' name. You're blessed, Susan. Father, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you for everyone that was listening. We thank you because we want you to know that we depend on you. That even these saints that you're going to take before the rapture, it could be any of us. So the only thing that we know, we are rejoicing. Prepare our heart. Give us the faith to believe the impossible while we are here. To do all the work that we need to do. Thank you for being so loving. Thank you for never forgetting us. Because you have a plan, even things that we don't know. You already have planned for it. We believe and we trust you. We choose to love you with all our heart. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, you will guide us. He will encourage us. We will only be satisfied when we are just like you. Lord, I declare and decree for everyone that is listening and those that will listen at a later day.
that your peace will overtake them, that the joy of the Lord will be their strength, that they will know that there is nothing to fear, but they should rejoice because you're coming back and you are coming for your church. Mercy, mercy, mercy. We totally depend on you. Sanctify us, Lord. Sanctify our thoughts. Sanctify our desires. Sanctify our heart. We surrender, Lord, totally to you because we don't know if one of us is going to go home. But we know one thing. We're looking forward to sit at your feet. to talk to you, to ask questions. Or maybe we don't have to ask any questions because when we are transformed, all the, quest all the questions we had, they will disappear. Thank you. Bless everyone, Lord, give them a Bless week, touch their heart. Guide them the right way. Bless their families, Lord. Give them peace and joy because you are the Prince of Peace. In Jesus' name. They are all blessed and they are all, we are all trusting in you. No matter what we see, we shall not fear because we trust you. In Jesus name, Lord, for your glory, we honor you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for the opportunity of sharing with others, Father God, because we are in this together. Hallelujah. We believe in your promises. Yes, we choose to Proclaim your promises and we choose to receive them. In Jesus' name. Be blessed. Have a wonderful, blessed week. You, your family, God will 
protect all of you, your job, everything that you have to do next week. Know that God is going to be with you and he's the one that is going to lead you. Amen. Until next Friday. God bless.